Good morning, everyone. Good morning. And welcome to another edition of Sports with BI on the Block 105 Radio. Sports with BI, real sports content, is brought to you by website sportswithbi.com and the Block 105 Radio. We have some people that we definitely want to big up. You already know. Leneo loses not an option. My brother be the best. M3 Urban Apparel. My cousin Mike, what's going on, family? I love you. And go check this website out, M3 Urban Apparel. Get your latest summer wear. Also, check out my brother Braulio, App Evolutions. Get your website up. Or whatever the case you want to do, anything technical that comes with computers, holler at my boy Braulio. App Evolutions, baby. And of course, the new member of the family, Virginia. VM, VMB Oil Recycle. If you want your oil recycle, check her website out on Instagram. Check her page out on Instagram. VMB Oil Recycle. All right, in New York based company. So you're going to catch it in Westchester, New York. New York based company. VMB Oil Recycle. We'll come pick your oil up. We'll take it away from you. Put it in a safe spot. You know what I'm saying? So check out VMB Oil Recycle on your Instagram page. You heard? Thank y'all for listening to the show this morning. For all my overseas listeners, 3 to 4 a.m., thank you for listening to Sports with BI. And all my U.S. listeners from 9 a.m. From 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. on a Block 105 radio, a little ESPN going down right now. Excuse me, you know, that's just what we are do. Today's date is Thursday, May 26, 2022. Rest in peace to the 18 children. And come on, man. This shit don't make no sense, man. 18 children, three adults at a fucking elementary school shooting in Texas. Like, Buffalo two weeks ago. Now, this shit, like, Biden talk about passing some laws, man. They need to do something. I don't know what's going on, man. This shit is getting out of hand, man. Everybody want to repeat what, what happened next. They trying to top each other. 18 children and three adults passed? That's crazy, man. So rest in peace to all the people and the children who got killed, man. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? My heart goes out to your family, man. And you definitely be in my prayers. It's crazy, man. You know, I hate to start the shows off with this shit, man. But I had to report the news. It seems like every time you turn around, it's a mass shooting. When is when is the U.S. going to get a hold of this? When is President Biden going to get a hold of this mass shooting, man? Go to these cities. Like, what do y'all think? What do my listeners think? Like, you know what I'm saying? What do y'all think about these mass shootings that's going on in America right now? You know what I'm saying? We're going to have to start bringing out some more, some more, some more uh, Army and Navy, something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, on the ground forces, something got to give, man. These kids out here shooting people, and they're talking to schools, man. They're talking to schools with kids, man. That's not it's not normal, man. These people's getting their hands on these rifles, these these, these AK-47s and these assault rifles and handguns, and they throwing their numbers, man. And they talk about gang I mean, no violence. Any violence is, listen, violence ain't no good no way you look at it. As far as sports would be, I says. You know what I'm saying? I'm not no politic, but I know damn well that the politicians could start putting some holds or something on what's going on to put some extra security out there in these states where all of this nonsense is going on, man. 
Well, I know shit like that happened out here. Well, you know, only the guy with the tear gas in the, in, in the subway. So we do got our own type of shit. But it ain't never been no mass shit like that, man. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, rest in peace to the 18 children and the three adults passed, man. And um, my heart goes out to their families. And you definitely have a prayer from Sports for BI. So let's take 10 seconds. To remember those people that passed. Rest in peace to my brother G Money as well. And my grandma boy, my grandpa Pink. Yes, sir. Welcome to the best sports content on the Block 105 Radio. Sports with BI. You know what I'm saying? Now, before I get started with my you know what I'm saying? My also writer featuring fabulous betrayal. You know what I'm saying? Also writer's a very up good artist, good artist. Also writer been out for you know he been doing his thing. You know now it's time for him to keep doing, keep doing more, keep doing more for himself. Also that writer is definitely the truth on the microphone. But you know getting back, you know fabulous my brother. So, you know it's just you know. uh it's just hard, man. You know, you got to keep yourself aware when you're outside, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? That's it. They said homeschooling ain't bad. Like, nowadays, man, you might want to think twice when you talk about homeschooling. When you go out to these malls and these Walmarts and wherever you're going, make sure you, you know, make sure you keep your eyes peeled to what's going on around you, baby. You know what I mean? But think ever to the show. Sports will be on the Block 105 Radio. Today's a new day, baby. Come on, man. We got to get over this, man. Let's go. So, Roddy, what's up with you, man? Shit, look bad, man. You know what? Yeah, man, I heard about that, but I feel you, but you got some, some solid people on the, on the outside that's going to hold it down. The shorty that's going to be here for you. It's this one girl, man. Fucked up. Fucked up, man. I'm indecisive about it, man. Yeah. I don't know if she can hold water. Yeah. Love and death, though, man. Yeah. I think this is the test, bro. I think you gotta go through something to grow through something. You know what I'm saying? And then Thanks. You gonna see what she'll do if she stand tall or she lay down. You know what I mean? So, I wish you, bro. Mook got the keys jumping. X bitch cheated on a nigga, tried to fall back. What you do? Bust up on that bitch, she tried to crawl back. Got them Louis bags and them Gucci slides, ain't mean much. Hold that post on Instagram, hashtag team us. Nothing less than five bands, fucking up the store with you. Even when your family gave up on you, I supported you. Still put you in that AP in the suburbs. Everybody told me, leave that bitch alone, fuck her. Why me? I was loyal, you was for you. Never had to do a thing, cause I did it for you. Bills paid, you designed it down to your two. Socks with the Gucci stitch, see that Gucci print from two blocks. Had to tell your friends about that money in the tin box. That explain the reason why these bitches in my inbox. I should put every inch of this stick in your friend box. You don't know how many times that I could have been popped. I can't even sleep next to you and hold you. Cause you gave my pussy up, did the shit I showed you. Niggas can't wait to see me just to say I told you. Remember when you couldn't fuck, bitch, I had to mold you. Remember when you went to fight them bitches and they strolled you. You caught my phone, I jumped right in my car, bought the pole through. Bitch, you old 
bottles I don't even want your friendship Matter of fact, this whole entire time you never been shit oh, You been taking me for granted Ask for money and I hand it If you love me, why you chance it? Please help me understand that You know you're supposed to be out, baby You been me for granted Black with radio, let's go Let's get this thing in the big show, baby If you love me, why you chance it? Let me talk to him. They hit different when you never would've did them like that. I spent some coins, but know that I'ma get them right back. On God, I gave you life. You wasn't living like that. I taught you how to move. You ain't had no rhythm like that. How the fuck you lie and still cry a river like that? How the grass cut low and you still sliver like that? I wanna snake you back. Could spit the venom right at one of your girlfriends. Pop it and then send him right back. Like this is payback. I told her thick ass to lay back. Killed her like OJ in a trapper can of Maybach. I knew that orange was. Your favorite color I made a link me at your favorite puller You even had the nerve to text me on a late night Like, hey, is my baby still up? You full of shit like a baby's pull-up My enemies never hurt me, I'ma keep it a buck All the scars on my heart came from people I love Betrayal You done left a nigga stranded At his lowest, I was broke but you ain't know it But now I'm focused, you wanna leave the door open But now I'm focused, you wanna leave the door open And I can't explain how I felt for you Wonder how I stand up, nigga even fell for you. But every time you need it, I can't help to you Tell the truth, I did the shit that no one else would do But you betrayed me Got with your friends and tried to play me Stupid bitch, why would you snake me? Why would you betray me? Even major family hate me You got a nigga, but he ain't me Why would you betray me? I was loyal, you betrayed me Even major family hate me Why would you betray me? I was loyal, you betrayed me Stupid bitch, why would you snake me? Uh, I was loyal, you betrayed me Watch you watch you're you're watch watch you know, you're gonna watch the ones that's not, baby. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And welcome to another edition of Sports with Beyond the Block 1-5 Radio. Like I said, today's date, Thursday, May 26, 2022. What's going on? We got a lot. Information, a lot of real sports content tonight, this this morning. Excuse me, this morning, and this you know, yeah, this morning because we all know on, on um European time, so we, it's morning time. So yeah, this morning, of course. You know, let's, let's get right in. Let's get right to it. The NBA playoffs, Eastern Conference and Western Conference situations going on out here. You know what I'm saying? And it's going on, and um. It's, it's two good series, and they beating each other up. One team blows one team out. Another team blows another team out. We're talking about the Eastern Conference Finals, Celtics versus Heat. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's crazy, man, because uh, both of the trainers' rooms is busy for both teams, for the Heat and the Celtics. Marcus Smart hurt. Tyler Hero hurt. Jimmy Butler's hobbled. Robert Williams is hobbled. You know what I'm saying? Who y'all got? Y'all gonna go with the uh in the East, y'all gonna go with, with the Boston Celtics or, or, or the Miami Heat after they took the clobber blow in, in game four. You know what I'm saying? But you know, this is a good series. But the Heat can't make bastards in the half court. And I don't know why, because I think a Kyle Lowry is another player that's you know, in the um in the ice bath. Hurt, he got a, he got a groin injury, so that's crazy. You know, dealing with those groin injuries, playing NBA basketball or any type of basketball in general, you already know that the groin is something that is very, very, very uh, 
sensitive area of the body, <laughs> the groin, and um, it's not, it's not a, it's it's hard it's hard to play a hundred percent. You you're never a hundred percent when your groin is messed up. So Larry's a shell of himself out there, as I see. Um, let's see what they do. Can they advance to the finals, or are they gonna let Boston and Jason Tatum and Al Horford and and, and Brown take over the situation? One of the one of the you know Al Horford is definitely somebody that you can hang your hat on as a defender, and uh you know like a somebody that's like a it's a paint it's a, it's a paint protector. You know he protects the paint, and um I like Al Horford. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I like I like uh, Marcus Smart. I like the Boston Celtics team. Of course, you already know I've said it before many moons ago that Jason Tatum was. My top one of my top guys next to Russell Westbrook. I always picked them. Um, I was it was RJ, you know, because that's my Knicks, and um, then I had to go with uh, Westbrook, and Tatum was my guy, my third guy. So those are the three guys that I liked in the NBA, and I'm I'm happy to see Tatum doing his thing. But um, he can't make baskets in the half court, and the only way they can make baskets is if Miami, you know, they make baskets in transition or for steals, blocks, and deflections. You know what I'm saying? In game four, sadly to say, 18 points combined for the starters of the Miami. Damn, what happened? What really happened out there? Like, you mean to tell me that the starters only had 18 points in game four and expect to win the series or expect to beat Golden State? And I would say the same thing for Boston as well. You know what I'm saying? Before I get into Boston, Bam Adebayo needs to step the hell up. Now, he had a good game three, but in game four, he choked. I don't know. Bam Bam Adebayo is going to be the key. And I've said this. Supposed to be I had said this as I'm analyzing the game, watching it, watching the games. And my my analysis says that Bam Adebayo can be so much well served if he uses his skill set. Every sposter needs every sposter needs to realize. That Bam and Bayou could take off, take on Robert Williams and Al Horford and attack and make put him, make him make Bam and the Bayou the part of the game plan to win the game. To win the game, win the series against Boston, and ultimately, next week we will have the finals preview for you, of course, on Sports with BI. You understand? Um he could blow by Al Horford with his speed. And when he faces Robert Williams, he can, he 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 has enough moves dribble wise to jab him and pull up in Robert Williams' face because Robert Williams got lateral lateral move, more lateral movement than Al Horford because and he's a blocks he blocks shots Robert Williams does on the Celtics which is a good a hell of a defender. So Bam out of Bayou is definitely going to be the key to me if Miami advances to win. The NBA championship overall, Bam Adebayo has to play up to his expectations. Point blank, period. He needs to step up. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, can the Celtics defense on the, on the other side? Because, like I said, if Miami can't do it in transition, off of steals, deflections, and they start running their half-court offense, and Bam Adebayo is not a part of that half-court offense. Tyler Hero's not up there. 
I'm not out there, even though Tyler Hill wasn't having a good series and he got and he's hurt. Can he come back and at least open up the floor for the other players on the Miami Heat for spacing purposes? You understand what I'm saying? On the Miami offensive side. With that being said, Bam on the Bayou needs to fill that role if Tyler Hero's out there or not, bottom line. And can it put this like I said, I can't describe Aime Udoka in the Celtics defense. It's real. Can the defense bring the chip home to Boston? That's that's to be that's what we will definitely see, but as of now, it looks like they can. And I'm gonna get into why. The way that Boston plays is not going to be able to beat go to the Golden State Warriors. We all know the Golden State Warriors are going to advance over the Dallas Mavericks. It's just uh, maybe it's going to be a gentleman's sweep. Well, no, I, we will definitely talk about it next week. We will have a finals preview. <laughs> One way or another. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have that. We're going to definitely talk about the finals. So that's, that's This is where we're at right now. You heard? But can the Celtics beat the Golden State if they meet up in the NBA Finals? Mm, I don't know. It can be, and that's not something I want my listeners to hear. You know, that's a question I'm posing to you guys and my females and male listeners. You know what I'm saying? Female and male listeners. Can the Celtics beat Golden State if they meet up in the NBA Finals? If that, we'll see if that happens. Um, and I'm going to give you my reasons why I, don't, I think that the Celtics – will have problems with Golden State if they play them. And I think Miami, I think that Miami will have similar problems, but they both play a hell of a defense. What I'm saying is, on the Celtics side, are they going to be able to, you can't have bad shooting nights against Golden State, but you can also abuse Golden State in the paint, which they haven't been tested yet. We've seen that Memphis tested them and beat them up a little bit, but they have a lot of more paint paint in the paint um golds baskets buckets um warriors um on Dallas so moving forward the interior defense is going to be more tightened up for Golden um and that's going to be versus Golden State so can Golden State get these same looks that they're getting on they're getting on Dallas because Dallas has no interior defense you know what I'm saying so can the Celtics be trusted yes can Miami be trusted yes as well what I'm saying, we're talking about the Celtics. They have a chance if they tighten up their interior defense. And they got to be able to score. They'll have bad night scoring. You know what I'm saying? And can Tatum be trusted to carry the Celtics to the finals? Yes, he can. I think that Tatum will have a decisive advantage over Clay Thompson if they happen to play Clay Thompson on defense against Tatum. And Brown, that's, those are two handfuls. So, with the lack of rebounding that Golden State has, I want to see if it could be Bam and the Bayou or Robert Williams, somebody out the East, to out-rebound these guys. Because obviously I'm pulling for the East to win the title like I do every year. Even though it's Boston or Miami. If they make it to the finals, sports will be out pulling with the East. Always have. So, we will definitely see. It's going to be so much so interesting to see what happens with that. But he can't lie about Golden State. As we preview Golden State in the Mavericks. Luka, Luka, Luka. Luka, Luka, Luka. Luka Donich and the Mavs are dealing with growing pains as far as sports would be eyes concerned. They're dealing with growing pains. 
And the growing pains is when the people are there to help Luca, they win. When the guys are not there to help Luca, they lose. So it all comes down to the supporting cast or Luca. It's not like they have an all-star player, but they have guys who have capabilities. So they have to use their capabilities in order to win. Instead of shoot, not shooting the basketball, missing. Now, Reggie Bullock went, what, 0 for 10 or something the other night? I mean, you can't do that. You can't go, especially you're not going to be going to city if you don't make baskets. And, and Lucas setting y'all up to hit. He can have 20 assists a game if y'all make y'all baskets, especially when it's crunch time. Because he definitely can score on his own. He scored 40 on his own. You know what I'm saying? So can Luca bring the Mavs back? I don't think so. I love Luca. Luca need help. If, if the guys don't hit for Luca, then they're not gonna come back. You got people like Jordan Poole, so Poole Party. You got people like if, even if they had Gary Payton Jr. Even he's hurt, that would have been a big help for Golden State. If you got it's a pool party, then you got you know Looney playing good. You know, Clay Thompson. He's make he's a shot maker. He's still a splash brother. He shoot he shoots very good. And you got Andrew Wiggins, man. What a dunk over Luca, man. Holy smoke, man. What a dunk over Luca. Wow. You know, remember, Wiggins was an all-star this season. Steph Curry says that the best Steph Curry says this is the best stretch of basketball by a current version of Golden State of the Golden State Warriors. Obviously. Like I asked y'all before, can Golden State be the clear team to beat? The clear team to beat for the Larry O'Brien Trophy? Yes, they can. They can win the title. Like I said, Steph said it's the best stretch of basketball, you know, because they was for Golden, for this current version of Golden State because they got new parts of pool party, Looney, young guys, Minga, a Minga, Mexican player, um, coaching is on top. Coaching is definitely up there. High level coaching staff, little undersized. That's what I'm afraid of with Golden State. If they can out, you know, find a way not to get in the rebound battle or scrap and fight for the rebounds, no guards gonna have to rebound in order them to win the championship, as far as I'm concerned. That's gonna definitely be a part. That's definitely gonna be a, a part of them winning the championship. Rebounding. That's going to be very, very interesting. So, you know, we'll see, man. If Andrew Wiggins plays like this, they could definitely do something. The bench has to still step up. It's going to come up to see whose bench is better. So let's see. Let's let these games go by. You know, I'm going for Miami still. I was going for Dallas, but I'll change my mind. I'm going to go with Golden State because they look strong, and then we'll have a finals prediction. But as of now, I'm going with Miami still to beat Boston. Yes, I am. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm a Knicks fan, so I don't give a shit. I, I mean, now I'm an East Coast guy. But, uh, it's, it's you know, I'm going to go with Miami, and that's I'm going to just leave it like that. I don't want to make myself, you know, go crazy. I'm just going to go with Miami right now. And I, and I wanted Dallas to win, so. If they could climb themselves out the hole they in, I doubt it. And I definitely don't want, as a Knicks fan, I definitely, excuse me, y'all. As a Knicks fan, after watching Jalen Brunson, I 
He's a little bit too small for me, bro. He's like a combo guard. He's like more of a, he's like a hybrid. He's like a one point guard, shooting guard hybrid. You know, he makes the right passes, but he's definitely in shooting mode. So I don't know if you want to pay $20 million for uh for that. I don't think the Knicks should do that. I think we should just go with our youth and just concentrate on our youth getting better. That's what I think we should do. You know what I'm saying when it comes to the Knicks. But let's get back to what we were talking about. The NBA playoffs. Alright. Excuse me, y'all. NBA playoffs. So, you know. Like I said, I'm going to go Golden State, and I'm going to still go with uh, Miami. We're going to see what happened, baby. We're going to see what happened. We're going to see what the hell happened. So stay, you know, stay tuned, man. The Wiggins with the posterizing dunk on Luka Donich in the NBA Western Finals. Oh, my God. Woof. What a dunk that was, man. I know y'all seen that. I think Morant had the craziest dunk in the playoffs, though, but Wiggins' joint was definitely up there, yo. Wiggins was 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 8-8-8-1-A. And Morant was A it was was one, and then there was one A. That was Wiggins over Luca. When Morant's joint was crazy. Like that was that was sick. So I'm gonna go with Morant first. So I know y'all forgot that, but I didn't. Hope you didn't forget it. What do y'all think about this? Let me ask y'all a simple question. You listen to Sports Will Be on the Block 105 Radio. You can check out all Sports Will Be interview, um, interviews, um, podcasts like now we're having on, on Anchor. You can check me out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. You can also check me out on YouTube, Sports Will Be You can check me out on Instagram, Sports Will Be lowercase letters. You can check me out on Facebook, B.I. Wells and Brett Wells on Facebook. All right. Moving forward, do you should KD regret leaving Golden State, the Golden State Warriors? Let that simmer. Should Kevin Garnett regret leaving Golden State? You remember they had two rings together. He got back to back Finals MVPs. Should Kevin Durant, excuse me, should Kevin Durant regret leaving Golden State? KD, Kevin Durant, excuse me, I said. Garnett, I meant Durant. Kevin Durant, should he regret leaving Golden State? Yes, he should, because we already know the saga in Brooklyn. He probably would have won two more if he stayed with Golden State. Them two years they've been off, if he would have stayed with them, he probably would have he probably would have won if he didn't get hurt. So I'ma say yes, he should regret it. Moving forward. Iman Shumpert isn't surprised. This is last week's news, but we're going to get to Iman Shumpert. Isn't surprised that Pep Beverly called Chris Paul a traffic cone. Well, oh, well. Obviously, Iman, uh, Pep Beverly does not like Chris Paul. And um, Beverly's a dog. He's a competitor. And he said what he said. And, he, you know, was it too personal? It might have been other people. But to me, sports would be out. My opinion was it wasn't too personal. It is. It was what it was. He said what he said, and but Chris Paul's a legend. So at the end of the day, Chris Paul ain't got to you know he ain't got to clap back at that. You know what I'm saying? But um, 
it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but Iron Shepard definitely had a um good take on it. You know, when you're in the NBA, you know how it is when they say, all right, Iron, you D him up because other motherfuckers don't play defense. But the motherfucker to do, because you're a role player, you're still a part of the team. And they need you to win. So your role players is just as good as your star player, as far as I'm concerned. Your role players got to be the reason why they're so focused on the star players. The role players are the players that's going to win you the championship. For time and time again, we've seen that. When Ray Allen in the Miami Heat, Mike Miller on the Miami Heat. You know what I'm saying? We've seen it for years. Byron Scott on the Los Angeles Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Steve Kerr on the Bulls. All right? John Paxson on the motherfucking Bulls. You know what I'm saying? Robert Horry, seven championship rings. You know what I mean? Just think about the people who came over. Uh, Clyde Drexler, all them years on Portland. Went over to Houston, got himself a chip. You know what I'm saying? This It's just crazy. All the role players mean a lot. The Pat Beverly don't like Chris Paul, call him a traffic cone, whatever. It is what it is. I think it's a, I think it's a, you know, it's a, it's a good take. They called him, they, they, you know, they, they called him up the ESPN to talk. He spoke his mind, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Hall of Famer, NBA legend Kevin Garnett on the Lakers head coaching search. Search, man, is this serious? With this list of coaches. The list of coaches is Portland's head coach, Jerry Stotts, Darvin Ham, assistant coach from the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, it's somebody else, but it's not Mark Jackson, who I think they should pick. So KG. I definitely agree with his assessment. What in the hell are they doing? I mean, you got to give Darvin Ham a chance. But like I said, you don't want to pawn more upstairs the genie busting them because just run around and tell the coach what to do and how the coach want to line up. You got LeBron in your ear. You need somebody who's going to shake up the room, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's how I feel. You know, so, you know, it is what it is. I, I definitely agree with KG's assessment. And that's what it is. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. All right. We got some MLB news. Y'all already know the MLB news that hit the airwaves crazy. <laughs> the Josh Donaldson, Tim Anderson feud. We got some We got, We got. got some audio on that. We're going to have my man Stephen A. come through real quick. Good looking, Stephen A. We're going to give a clip over to him and let y'all know about this. New York Yankees, Josh Donaldson, and Tim Anderson situation. Tim Anderson said that Josh Donaldson called him Jackie because Tim Anderson called himself Jackie Robinson. And he's a new Jackie Robinson, and I guess they're not cool. And, you know, the Yankees, to be, to be frank, the Yankees in the, in, in the um, Chicago White Sox got a little few going on. It started when they when they, when they they played. They, they don't like each other. I, I, I kind of figured that. It started when they had that um that, that alternative game. You know what I'm saying? Feel the dreams game. And and you see how hyped Chicago was last season for beating us. And I think they don't have they don't like this. And you know, Tim Anderson maybe would and Josh Donaldson had a talk about him calling him Jackie or whatever. I guess this wasn't the time for it. 
But let's get into it real quick. You know what I'm saying? Let's get into a little bit of insight about that. Excuse me for the audio, y'all. Excuse me. Has suspended the Yankees' Josh Donaldson for one game. The suspension and undisclosed fine stems from Donaldson's Jackie remarks to Tim Anderson of the White Sox during Saturday's game, which led to a benches-clearing brawl. Donaldson will be eligible to play pending the results of his appeal. Here's what Michael Hill, MLB Senior Vice President for On-Field Operations, said in a statement. There's no dispute over what was said on the field regardless of Mr. Donaldson's intent. The comment he directed towards Mr. Anderson was disrespectful and in poor judgment, particularly when he viewed in the context of their prior interactions. In addition, Mr. Donaldson's remark was a contributing factor in a bench-clearing incident between the teams and warrants discipline. Here's Yankees manager Aaron Boone. I think they were thoughtful and looked into it and did their due diligence on it and, and made what was a tough call. I, I don't agree with it. I don't think it warranted a suspension, but... Um, you know, I, I certainly res respect their process, um, and and I know, uh, you know, uh, JD's planning on appealing it. Mm. The one and only Doug Glanville joining us now. Doug, thank you so much. Grateful to have your perspective this morning. Tell me this, sir: Do you believe MLB got it right with the one-game suspension? I'd say they got it right politically. And it's because they had to thread a needle. They believed they had to thread a needle because if you go very long into two weeks in these categories, then you talk about it being punitive and being an issue about like what are the politics behind it. Then if you don't do anything, then you show an insensitivity. And I wish they would have taken the time because they didn't get into the details about what made it inappropriate, what, what was actually the issue. And because that actually allows you to learn from the nuances around what were the racial undertones, what were the questions around the motivation. That's where they could go and turn it into a really a teachable moment. So they had to respond in some way to recognize that there's a lot more context that Tim Anderson was tapping into and feeling about it, where he did not give him license to be able to call him whatever he wanted. So, so I think Major League Baseball is in this position which I think I, I hope that they'll seize to be able to escalate it to a place where we can all understand the nuances of what goes behind it because there's a lot more to it than just what happens on the field. A lot of people were affected by that, players or non-players. Mm -hmm. Doug, let me ask you a question before I give you my opinion about this. Are you aware at all of what Tim Anderson had to say in direct response to Josh Donaldson's assertion that it came from the Sports Illustrated article where Tim Anderson called himself the next Jackie Robinson um, and that he had been calling Tim Anderson Jackie. On any response from Tim Anderson directly addressing that assertion by Josh Donaldson? The only thing I heard from Tim Anderson was his presser after the game mm -hmm. in talking about why he felt like there was an element of disrespect. Remember, mm -hmm. Tony La Russa classified it as a racist comment. He didn't mm -hmm. call him a racist. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, I'm aware of the fact that Tim Anderson 
had some interaction with Josh Donaldson prior. But to me, there's an element of that that's irrelevant mm-hmm. because that let's say it was 2019 or whatever mm-hmm. he categorizes it mm-hmm. as. Okay, that's years ago. And once it, he's going to pull it from some article and decide he has license to call him what he wants. Mm-hmm. No, you need to be invited into what you can call me. I get to decide mm. what right. you get to call me. If I get a, if I get a PhD tomorrow and I come on this show right. and I decide you need to call me Dr. Glanville, mm-hmm. then you call me Dr. Glanville. Okay. That's what happens. I love well, the way you, you, you don't, you don't have the right. And by the well, way, Josh... I want to get in here, Doug. I want to get in here, but go no, ahead. But Josh, Josh Donaldson said, by the way, oh, I don't know what changed. Well, you know what changed? George Floyd changed. Ahmad Arbery changed. A whole lot of things changed uh, where you have the right uh, to decide right. that later you can decide to say you can call me X and I and that's my decision. It's not up to Josh Donaldson or anybody See, to decide uh, what to call you. Let me, let you need to be invited. You I wanted, just, wanted, you I just wanted to highlight that one point because okay. I, I haven't heard anyone say that you need to be invited to what you can call me. Okay. That's so well put. You are right Absolutely. About and they're not friends. Duh, they weren't duh, 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 they duh, duh. friends. It's a two-way conversation, my brother. Oh. I've let you... Quick question for you. What do bad breath and your poop have in common? Oh, did you know that it's Yo, this is deep, box? right? This is real deep. Yo, this conversation, bro. <coughs> Let's get back to it. Bad Let me chime in here. It's important, okay? Yeah, go for it. I'm going to respectfully disagree with you on this one. I think this suspension by Major League Baseball was bogus. I think that Josh Donaldson was done wrong on this. And I want to emphasize why without disagreeing with what you just said in terms of being invited, I totally get that. I totally agree. I'm a black man just like you. Totally agree. We're 100% lockstep on that. I'm talking about this specific relationship with Tim Anderson and Josh Donaldson. Yes, George Floyd happened. That is absolutely true. My point to you is this. Tim Anderson knows that. Josh Donaldson knows that. If there was communication between the two and Josh Donaldson comes out and he explains where it emanated from, then if you're Tim Anderson, you need to tell us, excuse me, you found it disrespectful. What about what he said that y'all were talking? Y'all just talked a few months ago. Y'all just talked last season. You talked the season before that. Was it offensive then? Because when you start talking about things okay. moving and things changing, wait a minute here. What if Tim Donaldson, let me ask you, uh, uh, I'm not asking you this. It's a rhetorical question. If Josh Donaldson sat up there and said, you ain't no damn Jackie Robinson. Should, the, should, 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 should MLB suspend him off of that? I'd say no. You're the opposition. You win an article calling yourself the next Jackie Robinson. I'm looking you dead in your face as a competitor against you and saying, <laughs> no, you ain't him. You didn't integrate the sport. You ain't the player that he was, et cetera, et cetera. I'm right. saying, if I'm Josh Donaldson, yeah, we don't know that. Josh, and so be, and hold on, hold Josh on, Donald, hold on. Yeah, because we it. don't know that. Because yeah. we don't know that. My issue is, is that Tim Anderson, and I'm not against him in any way. I'm not even saying that he's wrong about what he's saying. I'm saying when Josh Donaldson explained himself to me, Tim Anderson has an obligation to address that assertion about Dan, uh, about Josh, from Josh Donaldson before Major League Baseball takes a position or before we take a position. What I get tired of from our community is when Josh Donaldson, to use this example, 
You make an assertion and an allegation, and then we want to grab stuff from from an historical perspective and bring everything into the mix without hearing from Tim Anderson directly addressing the assertion that Donaldson made about what their relationship was like. That's why I feel Donaldson is getting screwed over here. The MLB is making a political statement to finally make themselves look right. In the eyes of America, right. because uh, Major League Baseball is right. always the last to the party. Okay. okay? Yep. That's the perfect. That's the perfect way of saying that. Major League Baseball is always last to the party. They got to be first. You know, it's hard to. You know, on these touchy type subjects, you don't know whose side of the story you want to believe. You know what I'm saying? Tim Anderson just felt like he was tired. He didn't want to hear that today. The the, the, the um. The game was already heated up a little bit, and it was at that time he he just didn't want to hear that. So that's what it was, and um, you guys got to respect it. Basically, um, I don't think Donaldson, if Donaldson's accusations was correct, then I don't think he did nothing wrong. But like he said, as Stephen A. say, and like I feel the same way, the sports would be I that um we need to hear what Tim Anderson got to say about that factory. Moving forward, Nick Saban versus Deion Sanders. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Nick, oh, uh, oh, and then he went at um the Texan A and M head coach too. You heard? Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> Saban alleges Texas A and M and Deion Sanders alleges Texas A and M for playing their players to play for that for their college. Also, he accused Deion Sanders of spending a million dollars on a recruit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, are you are you are you guys surprised to hear Nick Saban so outspoken on the NIL? Of course not. He was talking in front of a whole bunch of sponsors. You know what I'm saying? So what do you expect? He trying to go get that bag. Let's keep it real. These guys got money. So what you think they're gonna do? What you think he was there for? He came in second in um recruits, so he felt some type of way. I think Georgia, I think he came in third. I think Georgia was in front of him, and Texas a was number one. So Nick Saban is tight. So he got to basically blowing up, trying to blow up Dion for what he's doing down there in Jacksonville State. Leave that man alone. Um, Jimmo Fisher's your rival. You know what I'm saying? Um, Jimmo Fisher's fired back, so you know, you don't know his past. People who work for him know how he is. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I guess he got mad because he didn't get his top recruits or whatever. But Alabama was always in the mix. So he just got to chill, man. Take a chill, man. Stop taking shots at people. You know what I'm saying, Nick Saban? Y'all got a good, y'all got a good program over there. Just keep it real. Do what you're supposed to be doing. You always got people coming out to college, even though, I ain't going to lie, Georgia did have the most recruits come out this year. They had 15 players come out off their defense go to the NFL. How you doing? It, I'm not. I, I think that's accurate. It's supposed to be out here. That's. I think that's accurate. Yeah, 15 players got drafted from Georgia. Just this. This is last draft. Um, that's saying something. So Nick Saban, you know what I mean. And Georgia won a championship too. So you got some catching up to do, buddy. So just get your bottle of ketchup. Start catching up again. It's okay. You know you lost one. You can't win them all, baby. You can win them all. Just come back stronger. You know what I'm saying? Saying just come back stronger, Nick Saban. I said, but don't hate on, don't hate on you, don't hate on your contemporaries, man. It's nil season, man. These kids, these kids need to get paid, bro. 
You know what I'm saying? It's been years. Y'all been getting the millions of dollars. It's time for these kids to get the million dollars. And they feel like they don't, if they want to go to a school that's going to pay them more, uh, name, image, and likeness, I think that's what they should do. Obviously, for how many years have uh, college football, basketball, major college sports entities, um, college sports, you know, I'm saying colleges in general, been taking money and getting millions of dollars off, uh, off their own TV deals and sponsorships and, and all of that shit, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Boosters and shit and all of that. You know what I mean? Millions of dollars boosters. People's millions of dollars. So, it's time for these kids to eat. So, eat on. You know what I mean? God bless y'all. Nick said, you know, get a, get a bottle of ketchup, boy. Crazy out here, man. Now, listen to Sports to be on the Block on the Fire Radio, man. Let's get into some NFL news and notes real quick. You know what I'm saying? Thank y'all for listening to the show. I, pre- every, I appreciate everybody listening to the show. My analytics numbers definitely should rise this, this month. Thank you for listening to the show. Wreck, good looking, baby. Got some NFL news and notes. Like I said, Dwayne's ha- <coughs> excuse me, Dwayne Haskins was allegedly drunk at the time of death, according to a toxicology report. You know, Dwayne Haskins passed away. Got hit, he got struck by the truck, dump truck, whatever. <coughs> Had alcohol levels 0.20 and 0.24, both of which were above the legal limit in Florida of 0.8. Hassan also tested positive for ketamine, norcotamine drugs that are used by medical pros as anesthesias, but that also have been known to be used recreationally. Coming from the club with some girls, said it was his cousin, I don't know, ran out of gas, went to get gas, got hit by the car. I don't know, whatever drugs was in him. This is a toxicology report, so you can take it for you want to take it. You got to respect the man's passing. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we're going to do. So we're going to take 10 for that. Yep. Dwayne's Haxon's rest in peace, B. So whatever they say, I, I say that to say this. Don't matter what's, you know, whatever's in your body, it was what it, it is what it is. At this point in time, you're not here, and you left behind people that loved you, and they're always going to hold you in the memory, and they're going through a big loss right now. So, you know, when these things come out, it's not to be shunned on the deceased at all. It's these things that people report, and I'm going to report it, but I'm going to do it with a heavy heart, and I'm going to let you know. I'm going to be the person that say, don't look at him like that. You heard? Because that's what that shit say on that paper. It's this, you know, all this shit, Okay. So, uh, you know, I just want to let it be known that I know that when you listen, when you read the shit and you see it, you have to, when you report it, you have to be, it has to be out of respect when it comes to whatever you do. And that's a sports would be our big fact. Moving forward, New England Patriots, Mac Jones, off-season conditioning, evident to teammates. He's in the best shape of his life. I think, he, you know what, Mac said, I just cleaned up my diet, yo. Nutrition, sleep. Wellness and all that stuff. The six foot three, two hundred and fourteen trimmed down. The body fat, the bulk up before the season starts, y'all. Cause he wants to be able to absorb hits. Cause when you're coming out of college, you still got that baby fat on you. Then when that NFL life kick in, when you had that off season, that's when you come back better. Everybody's not Chase Daniel. Everybody's not Chase Young. 
right? Or Chase Daniel. All these young stars out there. You know what I'm saying? The young stars come back even better because their bodies are equipped to get stronger. You see? So that's what uh, Mac Jones done. He he put body fat. He put, he put some weight on so when he get popped, he'll come back stronger. And he'll pop right back up. But I don't know. Assistant coach Josh McDaniels is gone. The coach, the Las Vegas Raiders, that's my sweet, that's one of my, that's my FC team. Josh McDaniels is the coach. But former head coach Joe Judge is working with the quarterbacks? Um, I don't know. Former Lions head coach Matt Patricia is working with the offensive line. Can the Pats fall to the bottom of the AFC East with all of these silly moves? Joe Judge is back. <laughs> Not with us. Well, obviously, we know he can't handle the whole team. So, Joe, good luck. <laughs> Nick Foles signs with the Colts and reunites with Frank Wright, who was the offensive coordinator with the Eagles in 2017 and, and, was, and led, the Super, led the Eagles to the Super Bowl title. All right? So, Nick Foles is with Indianapolis behind Matt Ryan. The, cards, the, the, the Arizona Cardinals will be featured in the in-season edition of Hard Knocks to debut in November. So this Hard Knocks is going to be in-season Hard Knocks in November. But the Detroit Lions will be featured on a preseason edition of Hard Knocks in August. So you're going to have Hard, knock, like, hard Knocks in August for the Detroit Lions. And then an in-season Hard Knocks, which is something that I wasn't put on to until I, until, I, until I looked into it, real sports content. The Arizona Cardinals will be season will be in the in season edition in November, so that's dope. And that's on HBO. You know, if you're a football fan, you're gonna definitely check that out. The Cleveland Browns reached an agreement to resign Javarian Clowney to one year deal worth eleven million dollars. He enjoyed the best season of his career. Javarian Clowney, keep shining, baby. You know what I'm saying? They said that Michael Vick won't play for the fan control football. Like uh, Terrell Owens is, he's staying retired. Vic is 41 years old. But like I said, other notable players is uh, Johnny Manziel and Terrell Owens. They're playing in the fan control football. Now, that's what I have to tell y'all about that. AB said he wants to retire a Pittsburgh Steelers. He said he doesn't want to play for the Steelers, but he wants to retire a Steelers. So we will see what happens with that. Means wait a couple of years and AB will be able to, you know, get his get his um jersey you know, in the in the ring of in the, in the you know in the ring of fame. Let's wait a couple of years. Let's wait a couple of years and see what happens, man. And we got some sports will be our WNBA news and notes, baby. The Las Vegas Aces and WM set a W tie a WNBA record with 18 three pointers versus the Sparks. 
Chicago Sky's Candace Sparker, 36 years old, oldest WMA player to log a triple-double. Parker, who turned 36 in April, had 30, 16 points, 13 rebounds, and 10 assists. The, the defending WMA champion, Chicago Sky. So, Las Vegas is doing very good anyway. You see, they got the record for 18, 18 three-pointers. They had they tied the NBA, WMA record for 18 three-pointers in one game versus the LA Sparks. And let's go over to the Sports BI WNBA Power Rankings. At number one, with Becky Hammond taking over for John Lambert, we have the Aces back on the top. But the Mystics dropped the fourth. And number one, we got the Las Vegas Aces at 6-1. and one. And number two, we got the Connecticut Sun at 4-1. and one. And number three, the Chicago Sky at 3-2 three, three and two with Candace Parker. And number five, we got the Seattle Storm, Sue Bird. Stewie at three and three. And number six, we got the Dallas Wings at four and two. And number seven, we got the Atlanta Dream at four and two. And number eight, we got the Los Angeles Sparks at two and four. And number nine, we got the ooh, the Phoenix Mercury at two and four. Wow, they down ball. And number ten, we got the Minnesota Lynx at one and six. And number eleven, the Indiana Fever at two and six. And of course, my squad that we did good, so good against that first game versus the Connecticut Sun. We were going down, lost the last four games. New York Liberty at one and four. They got to get that together. Mm, 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 mm. The Liberty's not going good. So happy happy Memorial Day to all y'all out there. And you can check out Sports to be out in a special Memorial Day special that will be out. I put it out on Sunday morning, God's Day, and it's going to be out. And we're gonna we're gonna talking about. A little bit of NFL talk. We're going to talk about Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott. We're going to talk about those four running backs. And we're going to talk about why is Dallas playing Ezekiel Elliott <laughs> will be the highest paid running back next season. This will give you our preview. Yes, it's the highest salary among all running backs in 2022. Does Dallas regret giving Zeke this money? $18 million per. But the production, it's not even worth the contract. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get into all of that. This special supposed to be our NFL Memorial Day special. And it's going to be a special guest with me on Sunday afternoon. It's a Memorial Day special, ladies and gentlemen. Sponsored by sports website Sports for BI. I appreciate everybody for listening to me. I love y'all out there. And always remember, check out the website, sportswbi.com. W, sportswbi.com. Check me out. You can check me out. My Instagram page, sportswbi. You can check me out. Excuse me, y'all. You can check me out on my um, <coughs> excuse me, Facebook page. Bi Wells, Brett Wells. You can check me out on my Instagram page, Sports for Bi. Also, you can check me out on Instagram, um, YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. I love y'all out there. Sports will be out. See y'all next week. Love y'all out there. Peace. Booyah!